Well, the lessons of nature have paid off in some remarkable products already. Think airplanes or Velcro, for example. And a unique water harvesting beetle inspired one of Professor Frankich's former students, Deckard Sorensen, to start a business. This beetle, the Namib desert beetle, lives in an area of the world that only gets a half inch of rainfall every year. However, every morning this beetle climbs to the top of a sand dune, sticks its back up to the wind, and drinks 12% of its weight in water. So we use nanotechnology to mimic this beetle's back so that we too can pull water from the air. Tell me, what exactly are the physics here? How does it get water out of this air? It has uh, super hydrophobic and super hydrophilic regions on its back and micro droplets of water condense on these super hydrophilic regions or water loving regions. These micro droplets outgrow the ridge, will hit the water hating region, and then jut offwards, aggregating all of the other droplets downwards. So what did you take what you learned from about the Namib beetle and turn it into a business? Uh, we realized that if we can use air as a primary source of water, and realize that there are 3.9 quadrillion gallons of water in the Earth's atmosphere, that we can somehow have a way to tap into uh, one of the largest reservoirs of water, and that being the air. Tell me exactly what you do here. I understand you have nanotechnology involved. Basically, we apply this in a surface coating, and then use a fan to pass the air from the environment through, expose this air, and clean the air, and pass it over our surface coatings, and the moisture that is in the air uh, is extracted. So you'd have a self-filling water bottle then, huh? Uh, yes, that's our end goal, um, is to create a reusable water bottle that fills itself, and we see this being applicable to anything from marathon runners to people in third world countries, um, because we really realize that water is such a large issue in the world today, and we want to try and alleviate this problem with a cost-efficient solution. Now, what about plants that uh, need more water uh, than is available? How might this system work for them? We're actually uh, investigating a type of device that can be used for drip irrigation, and we are looking to incorporate this in uh, greenhouses or green roofs in the immediate future. And then later on, we want to see how large we can scale this technology up to supply maybe farms or larger agricultural goals. So how much energy is required to keep the system going? You say you have to blow the air over your special nano mm -hmm. uh, material. It's very low energy. Uh, I can't give you direct number right now, but... It's low enough that we've run all of our tests off solar panels and by use of a rechargeable battery. What's fascinating about your technology is, is that the energy comes from moving the air. So something that's moving like a car or a sailboat would be able to extract water with no really additional energy cost. Yep, we, uh, we actually see the maritime environment is uh, really a very large market for us because humidity is actually constantly regenerated over a large body of water, and then we can pull that humidity from the air to possibly uh, support people that take long trips on yachts or provide a sort of potable water source that can be run off a solar panel um, while at sea. So how much water can you make using this technology? The metric of our surface coating is about 3 liters per square meter per hour, and that is based off 70 degrees Fahrenheit and 75% relative humidity. So what's your running time for getting your beetle-inspired water systems up and running? When can I get a self-filling water bottle? 
we're raising our seed round of financing right now, um, and we expect to be in the markets sometime mid-2014. Deckard Sorensen is a recent graduate of Boston College and co-founder of NBD Nano. Thanks so much, Deckard. All right. Thank you for having me.